0: So I wanted to apologize. I promised you a monthly podcast this year, and February's episode, it just didn't happen. Not because I didn't plan ahead, and not because I didn't have a totally awesome idea to discuss. The truth is, I procrastinated. Not working on February's episode directly, but on other projects that took precedence over finishing February's episode. So the 15th came, and I just had to accept the fact that trying to do it last minute wasn't going to work. See, in some cases, quality is much more important than finishing something on time. Not often, but occasionally. If you're in complete control of it anyway. If there's one thing procrastination can teach us about creation and productivity, it's that the more time we spend procrastinating, the less the products of our creation are actually worth in the end. Both to us, and to the people who receive them. Why do we put off working on projects? Even when we have a great idea we can't wait to bring to life, why do we still procrastinate? Especially when we know the work we produce under pressure isn't always our best. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Because it's Tuesday, March 15th. The day this episode will be released, and the day I wrote the script, and the day I recorded and edited the episode we all fall victim to procrastination but we can overcome that and we will i'm meg and you're listening to brainloop this episode is brought to you by the novella concept never heard of it i'm not surprised I wanted to create a year-long writing challenge for myself and for anyone else who wanted to join me, in which any participants would pledge to write at least one novella, publish it, and donate the proceeds to a charity. I've done it twice now this year, and my third novella of the year will be available on Amazon on March 29th. Search for me, McDowell, on Amazon, and you'll find everything I've put up there so far. It's a great way to support those in need. So please, grab a copy of any of the novellas I've published so far. Your dollars are going to great places. Thanks. Seriously though? Why do we procrastinate? For a number of reasons, actually. Some of us procrastinate because we're afraid of failing or we're afraid that we're going to get criticized, that people aren't going to like what we do. So we avoid the task that might lead to the thing we fear the most. Some of us procrastinate because we just can't decide what we want to do next. And let ourselves believe putting something off won't be the end of the world, which technically it won't, but it's still not a great excuse. Some of us even thrive on the thrill of waiting until the last minute to start or finish something. You might know someone who procrastinates because they are much more productive and work better under high-pressure conditions, which is a completely valid statement. Sure, I'm one of those people sometimes. But you can still do good work without putting that unnecessary stress on yourself. As I, and I'm sure many of you out there listening, are still trying to learn. Why do we put off working on projects we're looking forward to? Why don't we start making our ideas come alive right away? Because it's not always feasible to do so. Procrastination isn't always intentional. And sometimes we end up putting off projects we're looking forward to because we procrastinated on something we really weren't looking forward to, and it just got in our way. Being distracted from our ideas doesn't always mean we're just sitting around watching YouTube videos. Things like school and work and responsibilities and expectations really can distract us from things we desperately want to create. Which is frustrating, and hard, and terrifying. Because sometimes we have really good ideas, and we want nothing more than to put everything else on the back burner so we can work on them. But that's not reality. The reality is, creating is hard because it's not the only responsibility we have. Unfortunately, creating is a luxury. We don't always have the time to do it to the extent others might be able to. We either make time for it, or we don't. There's no right or wrong here, just fact. What I found is that the best way to overcome this this I-can't-work-on-this-right-now mindset is to change the way you look at this. So maybe you don't have time to write 20,000 words this month. Not very many people do, but do you have time to write 1,000, 500, 50? Look at what you can do right now instead of focusing on what you can't do. Many big projects start out very, very small, and that means they might take a lot of time to finish. So what? At least you're doing it. At least you're making progress. That's much better than putting off working on a great idea entirely just because you're not sure you're ready to do it all right now. Or you're scared. Or you just can't decide if you really want to add it to your to-do list or not. My advice? Start with a sentence. Or an outline. Or a detailed description of your idea and nothing else. Sometimes that's all you need to say goodbye to your procrastination. You don't have to do it all at once. Take it one step at a time. As I always say, if your ideas mean that much to you, you will make it happen no matter what, eventually. Brainwash is a product of novelty revisions, where I help you put your ideas into words. Check it out at megdowell.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter, where I share my stream of consciousness thoughts about writing and stuff.